Hi, welcome to another episode of Clearing the Air with Sasha Sidek today. So today we have a really good lineup. I have my sisters here, Miss Rebecca Loveday and Miss Catalina, um, to talk about uh, the film, um, documentary film, um, Clean. Uh, it's about our dear friend Sandra Panghers. And I also have um, a really special guest, and her name is Unique, and uh, she's an artist. Um, so I think without further ado, I would like to uh, bring in um, Unique to the studio first and after that we'll get um, on to the film clean with Miss Catalina and uh, Rebecca Loveday. Before I start, I would like to acknowledge the wise people of our Indigenous communities, past, present and emerging, who are the foundation of this great country of ours. I recognise that we share this land with the traditional owners and custodians. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Unique. What an introduction for you. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to Queering the Air. Um, so, Unique, do you want to tell the listeners who you are and what you're all about? Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Um, uh, I guess um, I'm a musician these days, but uh, started off as a visual artist. Um, so, uh, my first kind of foray into music uh, at art school was doing sound installations uh, with uh, physical sculpture installations mm. um, and from there I moved on to DJing and I DJed for about 10-15 years. Um, ran away with the circus at one point and um, put parties and events on for them and then um, around uh, 2000, the end of 2020, 2021, yeah. started to get into production of music. So, oh, right. Yeah. So um, what inspired you to be an artist, to be a singer? <sighs> well, that kind of, I sung in bands when I was in high school mm. and then I kind of put it all on the, the back plate and um, DJing kind of took over my life. Um, but um, I started singing when I started to change my voice as part of my transition. So um, in order for me to, to change that, I just started singing around the house and um, gradually created a really nice falsetto and then from there... Um, changed my voice and brought it into my everyday voice. Yeah. So, um, and um, from there I went and got some singing vocal lessons and, and then um, kind of just started creating music uh, from that point on. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and do you start off just on your own or do you have a, like a team? No, it's just me usually. I do have a um, co-collaborator, partner in crime that I, I um, go to once I've got the, the, the main idea down um, and then I play it to them and then we usually have a, you know, a day in the studio working through little things and, and beats and, and bass lines and things like that and synthesizers and they've always got really good feedback for me so um, they've been a real inspiration and um, help for me to, to get this album together. So. Mm, mm. And um, from your bio, you also a proud sister girl. Yeah. 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 And um, can you tell me like which part of um, the island you're from and ha have you actually been uh, in contact with sister girls? 
Not as yet. So I went and saw an elder. So this all happened a couple of years ago okay. um, when I got a DNA test and um, found out that I had um, that blood in me. And so from there, there was a big fallout within my family about it. I never mm. knew my grandfather's side. Um, so I came down to Melbourne, uh, met some elders um, in the Aboriginal community, in the mob community, and um, they kind of set me on my journey um, and... Um, since then, I've been tracking down birth certificates and um, still on the journey to go and meet my family yeah. that I've never known about. So um, that's ongoing. Um, so, yeah, which is a real process, you know, growing up without culture. Of course. Um, and that whole side of things being denied to me has been a real upheaval over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, I hope you'll, you'll find what you're looking for. Mm. Um Especially at Twitter, a lot of Indigenous people are listening. Our listeners are mostly as well Indigenous yep. people. Hopefully, you know if you you if you if you hear this, maybe your part of the family they can help you out um, yeah. to look for your family. Yep. Um, so um, let's go to your album. I've I've, yeah. I've been listening to it um, during the week. Um, th- um, we are all made of the same stuff. Yeah, and um, is that a, a big meaning uh, yeah. with this uh, with this song? Yeah, so this um, came about during the federal election, and I really wanted to make a music or a song that epitomised the way that I was feeling about. And it, it, it had been kind of brewing for the last couple of years, I suppose. Um, there's been a lot of right wing media mm. and and people speaking out against transgender, gender-diverse people for no reason at all other than to gain headlines and publicity. You know, it's it's become a bit of a, um, a beacon for publicity um, against us. And, and um, you know, I speak for myself, but generally I wake up in the morning and, and I don't go out of my way to make anyone else's life harder um, or, like, you know, it's, um, it's become a thing where opinion... Um, has overridden facts with some people, I think, in the media and in especially in political circles. So um, I really wanted to write a track about us all being the yeah. same and, you know, um, trying to fight stigma and erase ignorance, I suppose, was mm. the main themes behind mm. it. So, yeah. We just want to let them know we're still here and yeah. we're not going anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. And and it, does that re- resonate with the whole album as well? Yeah, there's, yeah. there's all sorts of music in there. There's mm. like loss of relationships and um, recovering um, from addiction and... Mm. Um, yeah, so there's uh, quite a few themes on there. So basically, know? this is almost like your um, journal or y- your diary. Yeah, I guess you could yeah. say that. I've had this album in me for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like the, the songs have been in my head. So yeah. actually yeah. making them into a physical process is um, quite a journey and, and something that I really love doing. So, yeah. Yeah, um, my one of my favorite track would be "Slowly Will Will Those Storm Clouds." Ah, I, yeah. l- I love that track. Yeah. So, yeah. can you tell me a bit more about that track? Yeah. So that track is uh, certainly about me recovering from addiction mm. um, in my life, um, and then coming coming out the other side of it and um, overcoming it. You know, and um, I wanted to sum up that experience with a song. So yeah, I kind of put it together and. I wanted to make it a, a beautiful kind of uplifting track. So, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. It's re- it's really good. Um, Thank yeah, you. like I said, that's my favorite track Thanks. in the album. So, um, well, where can people find your album? Yeah, it's on all the streaming links. Um, mm. so iTunes, music, uh, Spotify. It's on SoundCloud. It's on Bandcamp. Um, you can purchase it on Bandcamp. Um, and any other others. I think it's about fifty different streaming services. It's available on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you can find it anywhere basically on. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we also will link that um, in our podcast uh, posts and social media as well. So, yeah. Um, I guess let's play your song. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've actually got a, a gig, an album launch. Oh on yes, the, on please. The, on the thirteenth of the tenth at uh, seven thirty uh, at the Retreat Hotel in Sydney Road in Brunswick, um, and there's uh, three queer artists playing: myself, uh, Alex Goslow, and uh, Third Orbit. So get along to that. It'll be a good queer night. Yes. Um, where can people People find details like tickets. And- uh, you can get tickets at the Retreat Hotel, their website. Um, I will have a link on my Instagram soon, which is uh, at Unique One um, on Instagram, which is E U N I Q W U N. So if you have any questions, just shoot me through a DM. Yes. Um, so we also link that on our podcast later. So I just want to. Um, say thank you for being at Queering the Air and all the best with your album. I I personally loved it. Um, and um, we hope you, you will create more music and we will have you more here at Queering the Air. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and this is We Are All Made of the Same Stuff by Unique.
That was unique. Unique. Um, if you if you want to find the album, it's all um on uh, go to um her platforms on Bandcamp, Spotify, and SoundCloud where you can find um her album. So that was unique. Up next is Clean the documentary uh, about Sandra Panghurst. So Clean documentaries uh, is a documentary highlighting the incredible life and work of our dear friend Sandra Panghurst. The genuinely inspirational story of how trauma cleaner Sandra Panghurst responded to an unseen world with radical kindness. Sandra Panghurst knew humanity at its worst as well as its best. Having lived many different lives, survived Survivor of childhood abuse, suburban parent, drag queen, sex worker, funeral director, business owner, and motivational speaker. Generous and formidable, she underwent transition in 1980s and found her purpose running as Sandra Powers Trauma Cleaner Service, a successful Melbourne trauma cleaning business that she founded in 1990s. For three decades, Pankers and her team, who also survived tough times, have brought order to cat to homes made chaotic by hoarding, addiction, violence, and crime. So today I have Miss Rebecca Loveday and Miss Catalina and my actually co-host just joined in, uh, uh, Jake Gamble, um, to the studio um, to talk about um, trauma clean. Uh, sorry clean documentary because Jacob as well was there at the premiere of the uh, clean. So welcome guys. Thank you. Thank you for having us, Sasha. Yeah. Thanks for having me. So exciting. Back. Hello. It's just right timing because clean is going um, national on every cinema on the 15th of September. Rebecca, you played the role of Sandra Pankhurst in in 1970s? 60s? Yeah, it was um, actually I played the reenactments of Sandra's life in the documentary um, from the 70s and 80s. I was mm. approached by the film director and producer about um, them wanting to put a bit more depth into the documentary and having some reenactments of her life. And so there was three scenes from the film that I reenacted of Sandra, and that was her pre-transition and when she was uh, doing sex work and also um, when she was a showgirl as well. So it was very a very diverse um, and interesting experience for me. You look exactly like Sandra, mm. uh, especially at the sex scene. Don't you guys agree? Mm. Right? Mm. Did you really have sex? <laughs> no. Oh. I'm, I'm, no. That would I, be porn. I am a professional actor, Miss Catalina. <laughs> okay, just ask. Look, the people want to know. And when I but, mean the people, I mean me. The reenactment is so real. It's so believable. Like mm. I said, you look exactly like Sandra Pankhurst, especially the one, the, the nudity. So we get to see a bit of um, Rebecca's ass on that film cute ass it yes was, it was a bit of a process as well because there was a lot of shots from my back and because i've got tattoos there was like a oh, whole yes. makeup process around covering cover my tattoos yeah. <sighs> um and so when we were doing the reenactment of the sex scene not doing the sex scene, <laughs> not doing the sex um yeah we had to be just be really mindful of the um the makeup that was covering my tattoos at the time and i remember we were being so aggressive because she describes it as being 
um, as things you wouldn't see in a circus. So they got us to do some pretty wild things in that. And I was wearing these fake nails, and there was fake nails flicking off, and there was <laughs> hair extensions <laughs> flying around. And we had it. We actually we actually had a safety cushion. Like so, between the um, other actor and I, Eden Goodall. Um, there was actually a pillow between us when we were doing that, but then at some stage oh, we really? lost. Yeah, at some stage we lost the pillow and it ended it up touched. somewhere. It touched. We had we skin to skin we action. We, we were wearing skin tone underwear. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen um, clothes set like this, especially with sex scene. They have this pad. It's like a pad. It's it's almost like you know a period pad. It's really yeah. So both male and female will wear that pad. So. It won't their 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 genitals won't touch each each other. Oh. We didn't do that. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> we weren't underwear. So you were just raw. Oh no, you. Had <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, yeah. we're gonna be cancelled. Oh. oh no, you're gonna be cancelled. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> but um um Jacob, so y- y- this is the first mm. time you. Uh, it's also the first time I seen it with you mm-hmm. at the scene. So what what do you think of of the film. I mean, did you know Sandra Pankhurst before? No, no. So my first introduction was actually through conversations with you okay. about um, this this incredible trans lady, Sandra Pankhurst. Mm. And I sort of did a bit of research before, so I read oh, the yeah, Wikipedia did, page yeah, going I in. I sent you some videos as well. Yeah, 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 that's right. But watching the film, like, even though I, I didn't know who she was, I'd never met her before, I was feeling so emotional and so attached because her warmth and her energy... Um, was just so incredible and I felt really touched um, by her story and her attitude towards life um, Mm. I found really inspiring as well. And I think my favourite quote was when she was talking about how everyone gets served, you know, a shit sandwich in in some form, but it's just about how you deal with it. And I think that's probably the main thing that I took out of um, the screening. And also Rebecca's ass. <laughs> <laughs> what about my side boob? <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the side. Boobs. I mean, I want to second that because um, when coming to Australia, I mean, at, back in Singapore, I have a mentor that I look up to. So coming to Australia, I know I have a lot of amazing friends, but it's not someone that you know, someone elder that I always, you know, uh, will inspire me, like look up to. So when I met Sandra, she was the one because she always advised me. Life is like a passing storm. It will go away. Mm. So, you know, um, like with me, sometimes if I have bad days, I think sometimes I just slip on it. The next, the next day I'll find um, a solution for it. So I guess I, that's how I can relate to Sandra. So I look up to her usually like seeking advice. Like um, we do chat every now and then, not all the time, but we, she always very inspirational when, uh, when you chat to me on the phone. So that's why I want to second that when, when you said that... We got a bit emotional here. Mm. Yeah. So, Kat, you were so emotional at that mm. um, film. So, tell me, t- tell me so how. Talk about it. Yeah, first. tell me how you feel. Um, no, just don't cry. <laughs> take a breath. Yes, we, you know, um, Kat is always emotional when we talk about Sandra. So, be patient with her. So, yeah, yeah. sis. Um, we actually ended things on, on, um, on bad terms. So. But you know what? 
she always mentioned about you. She always mentioned about Rebecca when I speak to her. She, I don't think she ever hold grudges on anything. I think she realized, you know, you're an activist. You want to make things right. So you call out when things is not right. What or maybe the words or the terminology or the sentences is 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 uh, harmful to others. So you know, I don't think she ever hold grudges on you. I didn't even know that you had a falling out with her. Yeah, no, we so, yeah, um, we had a. A misunderstanding of falling out, and yeah. I didn't um, have the opportunity to, um, you know, uh, to make things that will clear things Mm-mm. with her because I was still in my feelings. And then when I was over it, I didn't know how to approach her, and I was yeah. wait, waiting because it was still because um, this happened not long before she passed away. Yeah. Um, so it was hard for me to decide when is a good time. To say, um, you know, say I'm sorry mm. um, and all that kind of stuff. Because, you know, uh, yeah. You anyways. know what? She's listening at the moment, of mm. course. <laughs> like I said, I don't think, because she never brought out about anything that you had with her. She always like, how's Kat and how's Rebecca? She always asked about you too anyway, whenever we had a chat. So I don't think she ever hold grudges on that. Like, I only mm. found out from you. Like, yeah, um, yeah. Um, Sandra haven't said anything about um, having arguments with you. Yeah. 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 So it's always a very sensitive thing. For of me course. But like I said, Sandra is that person, like, she moves on pretty quickly. She, um, I mean, she knows sometimes things doesn't go her way or yeah. things that she did wrong. She, 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 she she will she will remember that but she will move on very quickly that's i think that's her personality don't mm. you reckon yeah definitely we all had a, a pretty unique experience mm. um becoming her friend and also being a an elder of our community so mm. i think we all looked up to her in in a lot of different ways and um i was actually looking back through my phone of um I've I've got her address in my phone and I saw the date of when it was and it was in April 2019 so that would have been around the time that we all um, went to her place for lunch together. Yes. Yeah. And we don't even know her at that time. No. Remember, I met. I, I went to um, the book. Uh, no, no, no. Film launch. The, yeah, the film launch about that trans lady. Was it becoming Colleen? Yeah, becoming Colleen. Colleen. Mm. And then um, Kat introduced me to Sandra. I, and um, Sandra was very busy um, doing networking and um, doing press. Um, mm. And then she didn't get to catch up with us after the movie. So she contacted you and mm. said, let's go for lunch at her place. Yeah. And I was like, like we just We basically didn't have much to say to her. We had a few drinks and yeah. then we sat down and talked a little bit. And um, she's a crack up. Um, yeah. <laughs> the things that comes out of her mouth. Um, and then, yeah, she just... Um, Messaged me when I said I apologized to her. Like, I said we've got to go, yeah. but we couldn't find you. And yeah, she said, yeah. "Look, I'm so sorry. I do want to catch up." I mean, people, you get people who say that all the time, correct? Uh, but they expect you to make the first move. Mm. Um, and so she sent a message saying, oh, "I'd love to have um, you over for lunch." And and then she said, um, because Rebecca wasn't there, but she actually said, you know, I'll make sure you bring Rebecca. Yeah. I don't remember how she knew how we knew each other. Well, I, I met Sandra because I used to do a radio show as well on a mm. different radio station and um she was a guest on my show there and that's how I met her. And I approached her originally through Facebook and was like, right. Hey, I've got this radio show, do you wanna come be a guest on my show? And she got back to me and she said yes and I was like, Oh, I was actually quite surprised because she was 
relatively high profile at that time because of yeah. the book, The Trauma Cleaner. Mm-hmm. But she came onto um, my show and we just hit it off. I think, like you said, Kat, it was a lot around that humor that just mm. like yes. made me laugh. It's very blunt. Yeah. So blunt. Direct. So, yeah. So hilarious. Yeah. So that's how I met her. And that's yeah. when we went to her place and had lunch there. And of course, I had to bring my book for a sign. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad my book was signed by her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually got that book when I was at airport. And then I saw this book. I don't even know who uh, Sandra Panghurst at that time. Yeah. So I, I bought this book and just because my flight got delayed. So I was reading this book, The Trauma Cleaner. So, oh my God. And I just found out that she's actually a trans woman. Mm. So, and then after that, when Kat brought me to meet her the first time, at the film launch I was starstruck like oh my god that's the lady at the um in my book mm. so yeah yeah so thank you cat oh you're welcome <laughs> um yeah she's just yeah she's oh yeah I miss her humor humor yeah. is like Oh my god! And she'll snap you out of anything. Yeah. Like, if you're having a bad, like the messages that she will send, like when I post, because you know, you know, I post a lot of things and yeah. post angry things. Anyway, <laughs> she would message me and say, um, like she would actually tell me off. <laughs> she would say things like, um, "No, I can't say, I can't, re- I can't repeat it on the air. It's okay, you can. We'll get cancelled." <laughs> We're not scared of being cancelled, trust me. Curing the air has been here for a very long time. So how are they going to cancel? I suppose Sasha is around now. <laughs> oh, she knows all the high people. <laughs> so, Jacob, do you have any any questions about uh, Sandra Pankhurst? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious as to what your relationship with her was like, Sasha, because yeah. you told me some really funny stories yes. on... Well, you visited the, the, the hospital. Premiere. Yes, I did. I went there. Um, you know what? Her request, I'm craving for red wine. <laughs> and then I was like, it is illegal for me to bring in. She said like, darling, if you love me, bring me a bottle of red wine. <laughs> So we did, so I I apparently I, I bought her two bottles of red wine. So I uh, went to I think the hospital is somewhere in Dandenong. Oh, Frankston. I can't, oh, no. Mornington. It was a very posh rehab centre. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. Of course, Sandra. Of course. course. Yeah. I mean, so, you've been to her house. So freaking posh, <laughs> this rehab centre. So I, I had to smuggle the wine in. So, yeah. She didn't just hide it in, in the drawers. So, yeah. like, my relationship with her, I mean, even though I'm not as close, like, I'm close to Rebecca and, and Kat and yourself, Jacob. Like, we hang out all the time. Because I tried to hang out with Sandra. It's just that her health is not that great mm. so she can't travel i thought i tried to meet her sometimes we make plans to meet uh, somewhere in brighton or uh, for for uh for lunch but uh, usually at um on the day itself she had to cancel because she's just not feeling really well we even tried to go to dt because there's a performance thingy going on mm. and she had to cancel last minute because because of her health mm. so we didn't really get to hang out often but we do call each other every now and then Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah, that is my relationship because I'm afraid she lives so far away and I don't drive. Of so course, if I yeah. drive, I probably just drive there and and say hi to her. It's just too far for me. Yeah, yeah, and far. yeah, and and Frankston. Yeah, it's in Frankston somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the it's posh really area. Uh, the posh area <laughs> up the hill. <laughs> yeah. up, the hi- up the way hill. up the where, hill. Where Carl Cox and all the celebrities live. Yeah. <laughs> house is so beautiful. You yeah. walk in. I mean, it's flat. And you walk in and you think it's a mansion. It is absolutely stunning. It is. And it smells like hotel lobby. As soon as I go in, oh my God, where did this smell come from? You know what? It's really expensive to just... It smells and looks expensive. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think it was um when we uh went and saw the documentary Clean. I mm. thought it was. I don't know. It was, it was quite nostalgic to to watch the film, but also when they were filming inside her house and that we'd yes, been, we'd, yeah, we'd, been yeah. we'd been in that yeah. house. We were like, yeah, and there was like there was like footage of like all the photo frames, and there was a picture of um, Sandra with mm. Anthony Kalia. Yes, and yes. I remember specifically looking at that when we were in the house. So wow. it was. Do you quite, remember what she quite, said? When and we also out? that that book, no. the guest book, we have to. Yes. I, yeah. Oh, but do you yes. remember what she said? She said, I don't, do you just remember we were walking out? Yeah. And I said, because I only noticed that as we were walking out, the picture of her and Anthony Kalia. I said to her, oh, Anthony Kalia. She goes, don't worry, I'm going to replace and put the three of us. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I yeah. remember that. I remember. Did she replace that? It didn't happen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because it was in the film. We saw it and we uh, weren't there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, true. <laughs> you know, um, you know, Sandra Pahagas have done a lot of advocacy work and helping um, other trans women as well. Rebecca, you have involved in doing uh, a project with her. Uh, what is it called again? I did. So um, after I met Sandra in my previous role, I was like an employment consultant and mm. it was for a specific LGBTIQA plus um, program in for employment services. And Sandra and I put together um, a program at, at Where for Success down in Frankston and it was basically assisting other trans women to become work ready and to support them with things like clothes and yeah. their resume and just presentation in general and all those sorts of things. So whether it didn't really matter what stage someone was at their transition, we helped them to become work ready so they could work. Mm. And um, Sandra and I did that together. And again, back to her humor, um, I, I was like, I thought, oh, I've got to be all professional. I had my hair in a bun and I had this like, red top on a scarf tied around my neck. And she wouldn't stop laughing at me. She goes, you look like you work for Virgin Air. <laughs> <laughs> you do too. I saw that picture. She goes, are you a, are you a flight attendant? <laughs> I was like, no, bitch, I'm not a flight my, attendant. That was, my, <laughs> that was my first thought when I saw Rebecca's outfit. Oh, flight attendant outfit. And then you look at oh um, Sandra, you know, very casual, like, really yeah. laid back. We were just, and I just remember us laughing and laughing. And we had to try and do this, like, um, introduction and be all professional. We were just in hysterics <laughs> laughing. And I think... Um, <laughs> I think the most special thing about Sandra to me is that it didn't really matter how much time you spent with her or um, how deep that relationship went. Mm. Anyone that I've spoken to that's actually met her mm. was impacted by her in a positive way. Yeah, 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 yeah. of course. Yeah, uh, I've never seen a negative way with Sandra. I guess I've never, I've never experienced it before. But I guess some people in the past have experienced all the negative things that she have said, which I don't. I, I've, I've never researched it. Um, at all, I don't want to research it anyway because mm. I always see her as a positive person, a kind person. Um, so this uh, this thing that you're doing with Sandra is it still going on? I'm not sure because I changed jobs, so okay. um, I'm not sure if it was still continuing. Whether she was still working with that specific um, dress service. for success, isn't it? Is it called yeah. dress, dress for success? For success. Yeah, yes. dress for success. Yes, that's it. Yeah, standing Frankston, and they're an amazing service helping women and yeah uh, people within the trans and gender diverse community to uh, become work ready. So yeah, it's a great service. Yeah, uh, if anybody wants to look up for this, it's called dress for success. There's one in South Melbourne and the other one in in Frankston. Yeah, so um. You know this this film, right? It's so emotional. I start crying when as soon as Sandra appeared on on the screen because yeah, mm. I was like, I can't help myself. Mm. <laughs> so um, you know, this is directed by Lachlan McLeod. Did I get it right? Lachlan McLeod. McLeod. Sorry. McLeod. McLeod. So Lachlan McLeod. So um, how did Lachlan 
came to you and asked he saw you- your your her bat <laughs> and her side boob. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one we want. We need that. that. that we need that. Awesome. That was the resume. Yeah, that that was that was her resume. <laughs> Um, so I was actually, um, I didn't speak to Lachlan at first. I was approached by David Elliott Jones, who is the producer of the film. And they, I'd actually met Lachlan before. So when we were talking around Dress for Success and they were, they started filming the documentary at that point. Yes. And like, or even before that. And so I was a part of the documentary in that regard that I was there present. And so they had met me earlier on. And then after Sandra's passing, they remembered me from that particular meeting and they um, approached me. They sent me an email and um, just asked if I would be open to doing the reenactments of her life. Um, and it was quite surreal, really, because, you know, we spoke about this at her house when we went there for lunch. And then and then I'm just about to mention that. I yeah. mean, like, how did this happen? Because we actually mentioned this before. Yeah. At, at, at her place. Yeah. We, yeah. We had a discussion. Yeah. And I remember... And you raised your hand straight. I want to be Sandra Pankhurst if there's a movie about you. Yeah. I just thought of being... The two of us, obviously, we can't. We don't look like Sandra. Well, you never know. Makeup. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Great makeup. And when we found out that you were playing the role of Sandra, I was like, oh my God, did actually you you got casted at that day during lunch? No. Well, at the day with Sandra, yes. But when when they approached me, I ended up... We were still in lockdown. So this was... Mm last year in mm. I'm going to say August around that time and we were still in lockdown we were in a hard lockdown here right, in Melbourne right, right. and so um, I met with David and Lachlan um, over Zoom and we had a, we had a meeting we spoke about it they told me what the scenes would be and if I was comfortable to do it um, and I was like yes of course I'm comfortable to take my clothes off <laughs> show my bat inside boobs but I think the most challenging part for me throughout that whole experience was having to do her pre-transition and so I yes. had to go through that process yeah. of mm. being detransitioned and to mm. that would have been awkward it was really hard and I remember but you're a good actress you can do it I was a diva yeah. I was like I don't want to mirror- you are a qualified actress. I don't want to grow my beard I was like I don't want to mirror it in front of me I don't want to see this process oh. and I did I wow. actually said to the makeup artist I didn't want to see the actual the transformation of it I was wow. like, you can, I'm happy to do it, but I don't want to physically see it see happen. It. Okay. And then they did the hair and makeup. Can I and ask why you don't want to see it? I just felt it would be a bit triggering for me to yeah, see yeah, myself slowly detransitioning yeah, yeah, yeah. from a woman to a man. Yeah. And I, I was like, I don't want to see that. Like, mm. But then I had to go to the bathroom yeah. and I had to get dressed. And I went to the bathroom and I took my clothes off. So I've got, you know, my breasts and my, you know, coochie. All, all. <laughs> All their ex- your cushion, cushion, all their exposed, and then it was just like female body and yeah, man head, and I yeah, was like, yeah. this is so um, overwhelming. But yeah, the course. really good thing about Clean is that they actually had um, a trans liaison officer like present for the film. So who she, was that? Um, Sam from Adelaide, the filmmaker. You know? Oh, Sam! Yes, yeah. we uh, love yeah, Sam. So I have no idea who Sam is. But Sam does um, did a documentary. Um, on ABC yes. called Inbox. Yes. Boxed. Right. Amazing. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she she was um, she was still in Adelaide. Obviously, we're still in lockdown. But um, I spoke to her before um, that particular scene. I spoke to her afterwards and debriefed about it. So they were really well versed and covered in making sure that I felt safe and comfortable to do that. Yeah. yeah. But then once I was dressed and I was like, I, I actually started enjoying it. I was, because I, it was <laughs> from the 70s, I was like doing these slow motion videos, walking down the street, like one of the Bee Gees, and it was really, oh, <laughs> you got comfortable. it was fun. It was fun yeah. in the end. And I had to cry for that particular scene as yeah. well, which was challenging. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, the, the whole team and 
everyone on board of the the cast and crew were incredible and um, it was a really positive experience. Mm. A good way to pay tribute to our friends. Oh, yeah, yes. for sure. And we- it's amazing how, uh, you know, I love the fact that David, you know, um, when they were doing this documentary, they, the first person they contacted was you. Because normally, you know, they always casting think it's casting a, a cis woman. Who yeah. Looks, yeah. And it wasn't even really an audition but, process. Um, it was my decision. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It was true. My, it wasn't. It, it was my decision Sandra to, to do it. Did know that you got casted for her no, role? No. She, oh, she'd damn. passed before that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. She would be very proud. Yeah. You know what? She, oh my God, beyond proud. Beyond proud. she always said... Oh, um, that you're stunning, and and she was. Oh, I, I, w- I want to be. <laughs> yeah. Yes, she was saying. Um, oh, oh, oh. no, she would say things like, "Oh, I'm not as stunning as as you were." She would. <laughs> she would say that she wasn't as stunning as you are when she was younger, and I'm like, "You were. You yeah. both look almost the same." That's, especially that that nudity, that hair, that Farrah Fawcett hair. Yeah. yeah, look exactly the same. I couldn't even tell the difference. We, you need to put that picture next to her picture. The makeup artist did a great job. And she posted on IG. Yeah, she did a great job. We met that makeup artist. Did we? Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, so the makeup artist was... Um, we, 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 went, we went to dinner with her. Oh, yes. oh. Yes, so <laughs> the makeup Sorry. artist was um, Lara Haas and she was incredible. She did the whole um, detransitioning of me to do Sandra before... Um, before she transitioned, she did the showgirl scene, and even the showgirl scene was incredible. Like it was so much fun doing that to be yeah. just wearing next even to nothing, the hair, a headpiece, a headdress, yes, like yes. one of the showgirls. But I think what I really like about this film as well is I don't know if any of you have seen that they did like a life a story of Carlotta's life. Carlotta, but, yeah. But they had a cisgender woman playing Carlotta, yeah. yeah. And that's why I'm so didn't pl- like it. Yeah, no, honestly, didn't like it. And it, yeah, like I never I, you liked know, it. <laughs> I think it's really great that they approached is someone diff- that was trans. It, yes, of course, definitely. Yeah, clean yeah. so much better. Yeah, just saying. You know what? Sandra has a lot life, a yeah. lot she has achieved, especially in the sex work in uh, uh, scene as well. I've interviewed her just on the sex work scene. There's a lot she can share, uh, and unfortunately, my show was only half an hour, so we can cram everything up. Maybe you can suggest that to um, Lachlan to make another movie just on her sex scene. Mm. Mm. I'm happy to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not sex scenes, sex industry scene. So she have traveled everywhere. The things that she gone through, the raid, uh, the threat by crazy men that she ran up from the brothel mm. naked, nude. Mm. Um, yeah. So I thought there's a lot to cover about Sandra Panghurst. Well, I think even if they, they made it, like, obviously this was a documentary with reenactments in it, but even if yeah. they made it um, a potential, like, miniseries where... But that's it, what where, she wanted. Where the whole whole thing was acted out would be incredible mm. yeah that's what she actually Lachlan, said if you're listening please that's what Sandra, think about this round two yeah do you remember her having that yes, yeah, yes, she yes, said yes. it was either that that's what she wanted or that's what that was the plan and that's where the conversation co- yeah. came yeah oh, i'd love to play you i could do that I yes. do and you know with all her friends is all the elite uh rich ladies um of melbourne she hang out with them and then i said like how come you're not in the real house of melbourne Did, uh, she said she, i've been approached but they said i'm not rich enough Go what? No. You're you're rich. <laughs> you're rich in every way. So, but you know what? But she have her own um documentary now. Yeah. But I think they need to have a series or a movie about her life stories from from the start till the end because I think that sex industry scene is there's a lot to to share because the things that she gone through and I was I, I was surprised that she's still alive, even though the things that she's gone through with with the sex industry scene. Definitely, mm. and I think as well, um, 
the whole there's so many parts of her story that would be worth exploring even further than than where it went with the documentary as well because mm. her life was so extensive in the things that she did and the book is obviously one part of mm. telling those stories about but just her work that's the trauma cleaner work yeah it was based yeah. around that but yeah. more, more directed mm. around her life but mm. i think what was really lovely for us as well is after we went to the premiere yes um to actually meet her son and to meet people that she worked with and to mm. meet friends like, i think it was really nice for us to be able to experience that too yeah that was really nice to meet her son in I person didn't meet finally anybody. i was busy eating <laughs> sorry i thought i just gonna go there one and introduce myself mm. i'm always the shy person Two. but that night i just said uh, because i was running out of time i have to go so i was like i'm just gonna approach um sandra sign and say hi to him like um i'm glad he remembered that email that um about me um trying to get the two sons um uh reconnect so mm. jacob your thoughts oh <laughs> <laughs> no I, i fully agree it sounds like she's lived like seven different lives honestly mm. and there's so many different chapters there that i think were kind of glossed over um in the documentary which fair enough um yeah. but i think what i really liked was the the trauma cleaning seemed to be a really good metaphor for her kind of outlook on mm. life which is you know go into a shitty situation and and make something of it yes. which is exactly what her business was about yeah. right so yeah. I think, um, yeah, learned so much about that. Me too. I mean, she's very in- inspirational, like mm. especially with her work itself. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can stomach that. I would love to do it. Really, oh we God. see oh. all these pieces of brain on the wall. Oh, <laughs> can I just quickly say, just speaking of her work, yeah. she. Well, I, I think I told you all that she offered me a job. Oh yes, when mm. I was like posting like i'm desperate for a job i'm unemployed you know yeah and she uh, i don't know if she called me or texted me no she called me no she told me she asked me to call her yeah and then yeah she said oh look i've got a job again her humor mm. she was talking about somebody that was at reception and about to leave and she was going like in on this person telling me oh yeah this person you know you know thinks they you know, can rock up at this time and oh my god it was so funny and so well i need you to come and um you know, take over and I know you'll be fabulous. I said, I will be amazing at the job. And Just then, that. Yeah. And it's then she was telling me how to get there. And I'm like, you need a car. You actually need a, <laughs> yeah. you need a car because the public transport's not reliable. Mm. Yeah, it's not. Like I've, I've Googled it. Thank God that day when we're going to uh, Sandra's and um, Rebecca offered to drive us there because we had the first TSU meeting, TSU Transistors United. Mm. Um, she's the one who also influenced us to create yeah. this um a uh, trans uh, organization and not for profit organization so Sandra was the mastermind of it as well yeah mm. she plays a big part i mean that's how we kind of yeah like got it together because yeah. she invited us to lunch and we went to you Rebecca's two haven't place. actually officially like knew each other that well yeah we 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 well, you weren't friends we weren't friends we were more acquaintances because i we sat ne- next to each yeah. other at the um Uh, at the pageant we, we were one too, of the judges yes. 2018 so we yeah. met we met briefly once yeah. before yeah. yeah yeah and then she's inviting um you know the three of us i'm like you're oh. the one who connect me and rebecca so yeah. like you two needs to get to know each other yeah, so we and I'm went like, to melbourne i can't we can't rock up festival. to sandra's house with like these two not knowing each other because i knew both of them yeah mm. and i'm like okay well i've got a we've got to meet together and um like see how we because i don't know <laughs> and then we 
had dinner and together. Yeah. And then, okay, this is good. We're gonna see how we go. See if these big personalities. <laughs> yeah, we've <laughs> all got big personalities. All of us, Trust to me. be honest. Yeah. So yeah, that's how um as well. TSU got created is by influenced by Sandra Pangas. She's wow. and we, yeah, you're right. We had our meeting. Yeah, at on her that place. Day. Yeah, we had our first and meeting so at Rebecca's place. Her. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we were so excited to tell her. She said, oh my God, this is good. If you need help, just ask me and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, yeah so she got us all excited. And, and she offered. Did we got drunk that night as well? At, yes. Yeah, we Poor, did too. Because Afterwards. Yeah, we went. No, we were tipsy. I was driving. No, we went back to St. Kilda. No, you didn't drink. Girl, uh, for no, legal reasons. No, 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 no. No, no. We went we went we went to Village Bell after that for a, a feed and a drink. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh yes. Oh yes. 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 <laughs> it was a full on day and night for us, girl. That's how um, and I brought food Our connection food, food. Yeah. Sasha definitely has The best memory out of all three yes. <laughs> She remembers fine details and you She were remembers like, We didn't do that like, Yeah we did And then we're like Oh, oh, oh. yes yeah. <laughs> So uh, Yeah So um, um, Yeah So any last words um, You know About this documentary Or you want something more To see Like I said I would love to have um, Lachlan To make a series or Like she said Series Or maybe a movie About her lifetime story mm. Yeah especially Like um, You can li- actually Listen to her interview At Behind Closed Doors uh, Just look out for Sandra Panghurst Behind Closed Doors Series CR You can listen to her uh, Life story About her sex Work uh, industry I've never heard this Yeah So I, I interviewed her Ages ago Yeah. Oh okay yeah. Yeah, so I think I think the biggest thing I just want to share with people is that Sandra was an incredibly inspiring woman and advocate and mm. also elder to us in the trans community. And so I really encourage people to go and see it. So for folks that are in Melbourne, um, the cinemas that it's going to be um, featured at is uh, Cameo Belgrave, Cinema Nova, uh, the classic in Elstonwick, Lido Cinemas and Thornbury Picture House. And it's out on the 15th of September. So go and check it out. It's very inspirational. And I think you'll all... Need a box of tissues because it's great. Yes, oh and God. it's also going to be uh, around Australia as well on the fifteenth. It's not yeah. just in Melbourne; it's everywhere, every state. So check it out. You heard that every set worth watching. Yes, you need the box of tissues. Trust me, because I start crying from the beginning. From the I, be- I cried from the beginning already. Like Jacob and Rebecca were holding my hand already. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> don't don't go and see, don't go and see it as a first date with someone. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No. You know, at the closing, was yeah. that was that like um, the only film that was on? It would have been because it was ninety minutes. For the closing, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it it was, was the featured oh, closing correct. film. Yeah, yeah. I thought that might have had something else yeah, prior no, to that. It was everywhere. Oh, wow. It was like at um, Acme. It was at where's that the other place? They had three going at the same yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Girl. Oh, wow. And we were. Yeah. Well, I think we we're at Forum. Yeah, we Forum. forum. Yeah. We had a Forum. Um, yeah. uh, that capital as well and then yeah. Acme as well so yeah they all started 30 minutes apart yeah. I was speaking to Lachlan about it and the reason they started 30 minutes apart is because he had to speak at every single one of them so he, oh, had, no way. he okay. had to speak oh, at one yeah. and then half an hour be at the next one then half an hour be at the last one we, yeah. were, we were at the last one Sasha, uh, Jacob and I were at the last one mm. yeah. um, and that's where the after party was and so all three venues went to that one after party at the forum wow. it was a bit confusing yeah. because like Girl, which one is which? I mean, like, I thought it was at Acme. And then uh, Rebecca said, no, it was at the Capitol. And, it was at, and then he said at the forum. And then until we got the forum, forum was, like, the main one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that, do you remember? That's not, that's not where the red carpet was. And Sasha's yeah. like, bitch, you're, you're the star of the film. We're going to go to the red carpet. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, we don't need to do the red carpet. She's like, yeah, yeah we do. Yeah, we need to do the red carpet some experience. Great photos there. Yeah. And these two keep calling me on live, what do you call it? Messenger? FaceTime. FaceTime. Yeah, because Kat was in Drunk, Gold Coast, unfortunately. So she can't be there with us. We would love her mm. to be with us. But mm. unfortunately, she, she has. But, she's, the, but she's, she's called fa- me. She's famous now doing the DJ gigs. <laughs> she was doing in, in Gold Coast. So that was nice that you called me. Yeah. We want times. We want you to be there. <laughs> she could be at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in bed. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know it because I thought you were two hours difference. No, it's apparently the same time. it was the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this bitch calling me at midnight? All right, Kat. So, do you have anything to say? No, just I definitely go and watch um, this film. It's worthy of a watch. Mm. It's amazing. It's excellent. And Sandra, oh my gosh, she's hilarious and, mm. and um, inspiring. Yeah, you're gonna be so inspired. You're gonna laugh. You're gonna cry. Um, yeah, that's it. And Jacob. Just, yeah. Period. I <laughs> <laughs> just everything we've, that's already been said. It's an incredible film. Um, even if you don't have connections to the trans community, I think yeah. it's still a really worthwhile to go and see and hear uh, trans stories on the screen yeah. um, because you can learn so much. And Sandra, as Rebecca said, is such a leader um, and such an elder for the community. I mean, even for any other reason not to go, it would be to, you know, just go and see my ass and my <laughs> side boob. <laughs> <laughs> that, yes, that's you, a, that's a good enough reason in itself. That's the main cheeks. character. You don't want to miss show. that part. <laughs> another, yes. another reason not to go on a first date, I'll show up your <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, please, uh, can you send the de- give the details again for the Melbourne? Yeah, yes. sure. So for the Melbourne, yeah. yes. It'll 15th be, of September. It'll 15th. be on the 15th of sem- September, sorry, and it is going to be at Cinema Nova. Where's City Nova? Where's that? Cinema, Cinema Nova Where? in Carlton, yeah. Carlton. Oh, Carlton. Mm, Monday uh, night, $10. And oh, oh yeah. is it Monday night or Tuesday night? No, uh, Monday nights. Oh, they okay. have $10 entry. Yeah. Oh, but it's not going to be $10. It is. On the 15th. I, oh, yeah, maybe. I don't oh. know. Okay, continue, please. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so why am I apologizing for you speaking over me? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, okay so tips. <laughs> the, it's going to be at Cameo Belgrave, Cinema Nova, at Classic Elsinwick, Lido Cinemas, and also Thornbury Picture House. And for people in uh, New South Wales, it's also going to be at the Dendy in Newtown for those folks in Sydney. Nice. And, and as Sasha mentioned, across other cinemas, across other states, but all over I'm not Australia. listening to all of them. Go to the website. Mm. <laughs> all over Australia. Your bum cheeks and your side is going to be known all over Australia. I remember when, <laughs> when when we were watching the film and I said to Sasha, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe like, how big my ass is on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like super size. I don't know how to, If I, I was still crying, so I don't know whether to laugh or cry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so many mixed emotions. <laughs> so emotional at that time. I know, it's so much. Well, thank you everyone for coming. Uh, I'm pretty sure Sandra is um, looking down to us and um, you know, this is for you, Sandra. Mm. Yes. Thank you so much, thank Sasha you. and Jacob for having us. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you, me for having me. This is Umid Hersizi. Um, the song is called, sorry, the song is called Umid Hersizi and it's from Bulan Ersoy, who was born in 9 June 1952. It's a transgender Turkish singer and actress. Enjoy. Kendimi ay 
Hey, Mr. 